while Don the Beachcomber and Trader Vic were awash in the fecundity of their newfound tiki culture. Capitalizing on faux exotic escapism and mystical prestidigitation, the gods were stirring over Waikiki. There, on a Pacific island, the traditional flavors of Hawaii began co-mingling with a newfound favor for tropical indulgence. Coconuts and pineapples danced with Asian spices, Caribbean rums, Russian vodka, and British juniper. While Havana writhed in revolution, America's wealthy elite found a new playground in 1950s pre-statehood Oahu. They also found something else, or someone, rather. With respect to Don and Vic, there was another man who could be credited with promulgating the era of Polynesian pop. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to introduce Harry Yee. Welcome to Pod Tiki, Hawaiian Blues. The tiki torch flame of innovation was not lost on the South Pacific Islands, whose origins this newly described culture was often attributed. Harry Yee's 30 years at the Hawaiian Village Hotel was spent creating some of the most popular concoctions in tropical cocktailia, the most famous of which is the Blue Hawaii. Diving into my research of tiki and tropical drinks, I've run across the obvious big ones. Your Mai Tai, your Zombie, your Daiquiri. Complex, flavorful, rich in both profile and history. Others fall into the fruity boat drinks category. While others seem too simple to compel an entire article. In fact, that is why I initially chose the Blue Hawaii as our next recipe. I thought it would be an easy palate cleanse before diving into the burdensome and controversial zombie. Yet, upon a cursory dive, I quickly found the story of Harry Yee and the often confused Blue Hawaiian cocktail. Upon mixing up a few of these at the house for my fiancé and I, oh, yeah, um, that happened since the last article, I also discovered a quaint and delicious unexpected depth in these two drinks. Quote, Those days when tourists came in, they said, Give me a Hawaiian drink. We didn't have any Hawaiian drinks. There were no such things as exotic drinks or tropical drinks from Hawaii. Unquote. Harry Yee needed to invent the Hawaiian cocktail. He got a little help from venerable Dutch distillery Bowles. You see, Bowles wasn't getting much love for their blue curacao variant and approached Yi for some of that much-needed island intrigue. Yi was no stranger to tiki ingenuity. After all, he was the first to appropriate Hawaii's orchid as a garnish. Yi is purported to be the first to use paper umbrellas, a defining staple in tropical drink accoutrement. The man wasn't afraid to experiment either. See, the tropical itch cocktail which came with a bamboo backscratcher towering out of a hurricane glass. The Blue Hawaii suffered many iterations while Yi attempted to find that perfect balance of tropical, easy-to-sip-but-oomph-packing enough to compete with boozy tiki drinks, all while visually invoking the spirit of the Hawaiian Islands. He did not disappoint. The Blue Hawaii's name didn't come from the Elvis movie, as many would be inclined to believe. Instead, it's said to take its namesake from the titular Leo Robbins song composed for Bing Crosby's 1937 film, Waikiki Wedding. 
The marrying of Harry Yee's expertise, local flair, and time-honored spirits make this cocktail a bit of a Waikiki wedding itself. So, on that note, let's make a drink. Harry Yee's original Blue Hawaii recipe calls first for the proper tropical barware. For this, we reach for a hurricane glass. If you don't have one on hand, a stemmed beer glass would work, or even a pilsner. The idea is we want something tall and clear. No matter how cool your ceramic mermaid tiki mug is, and I know because I have one, to make this drink without being able to admire the sea foam turquoise splendor would be like making love to a beautiful woman with a blindfold on. Per Harry's style, we're going to fill that glass with crushed ice and pour in three ounces of fresh pineapple juice. That's not the neon yellow dole from a can. Grab yourself a pineapple, cut the rind off, make sure you get all those little thorny brown dimples out, and blend it to a liquid. A lot of grocers now actually sell fresh pre-cut pineapple. Save yourself the chopping and grab that. Add one ounce sweet and sour mix. There are various recipes for making your own mix, and believe how I shudder at the notion of using any kind of pre-mix at all. But since it's only one ounce, just grab whichever high-end organic stuff you can find. Larger liquor stores usually carry decent mixes. I would shy away from the grocery store stuff. Add one half ounce blue curacao. That's a half ounce of blue curacao. Bowls is pretty good and affordable, but not on every shelf. It's the original, but it won't kill the drink to use the more widely pervasive de Cooper. Now, the mixing of spirits to tease out new flavors is no stranger to tiki drinks, but so far we've only encountered the demon rum being implemented. This is the first cocktail in our journey through the barony of belligerence that not only prominently features curacao, usually an accompaniment, but blends vodka with rum. Ye doesn't specify a brand, but I always go for my bottle of Reka Icelandic vodka. It has a warm, small-batch craft flavor, a minimal burn with hints of humidity and sweet vegetation, along with a pleasant price tag. Makes this the perfect vodka for mixing or highlighting a martini. On the other hand, our Polynesian progenitor does have a preference on rum. Light Puerto Rican rum. Quote, it's a better taste, says ye. Well, hear ye, hear ye. Stir gently, like everything is done in Hawaii. Garnish with a pineapple slice and orchid flower. Aloha. The result is an oceanic blend of sultry South Pacific pacification, complicit in dreams of island pineapple, love sweet citrus, sugar cane, hula girl in a glass. Rumor has it, Yi checked the accuracy of his concoction by holding it up towards the beach. If it matched the color of the Pacific Ocean... It was mixed right. Fresh pineapple truly brings out the essence of this cocktail. The sweet and sour has time to shine behind a vodka-rum partnership that's been bringing wahinis and haolis together for decades. Thank you, Mr. Yi. Thank you. It sure has been nice to finally cover a cocktail with one distinct agreed-upon origin. But alas... You know there has to be a thousand recipe variants because I apparently have chosen a topic of abject opinion to write about. Well, like the saying goes, we all have one of those, right? So, here's my recipe.
Okay, we don't all have access to fresh pineapple all year round. Most of us, though, can acquire those little cans of Dole. My version keeps with the original, but because canned pineapple juice is thicker and sweeter, we have to adjust a little. While nothing beats fresh, this recipe will still manage to infect your spirit with a little liquid aloha. In a hurricane glass. Hurricane? In a hurricane glass. <laughs> Filled with crushed ice, pour in two ounces of the canned Dole pineapple juice. One ounce of fresh lemon juice. Now, using lemon juice rather than sweet and sour will help cut the sweetness of the pineapple. The pineapple is already, the, the dull pineapple juice is already sweetened, so you don't need to use a sweet and sour, and which is pretty awesome because it takes, it gets rid of that mix that nobody likes to use in cocktails. So, use your one ounce of fresh lemon juice, one ounce blue curacao, three ounces of Reka vodka, and three ounces of Bacardi Superior light Puerto Rican rum. Stir and drift away. To bolster that experience, find a nice Hawaiian music playlist or some Exotica by Denny Martin. Fruity cocktails like this pair nicely with the mild to medium-bodied cigar. I recommend the KBF by Principal Cigars or whatever your favorite Connecticut rapper is. That was apparently there's a Hawaiian cat in here. Hula cat. Hello, Hula Cat. All right. So I guess I'll see y'all next time. Wait, wait, wait. What's that you say? This isn't the drink you thought you were making? Coconut, you say? Frozen? Well, it seems you have mistaken this original Harry Yi Blue Hawaii for the similarly yet very confusingly named Blue Hawaiian. Well... Tiki culture is no stranger to reappropriation. In fact, it's kind of built on it. The Blue Hawaiian cocktail not only borrows its name from the original Harry Yee drink, but its flavor profile from another very famous tropical libation. For the Blue Hawaiian is very much pina colada adjacent. There's not much available in the way of origin story for this drink, but it pops up regularly amid the litany of tikidom. Beach Bum Berry's Blue Hawaii subs out the sweet and sour for lemon juice and adds coconut cream, essentially transforming it to a Blue Hawaiian. I know, very confusing, but stay with me. I get the impression this is one of those cocktails that evolved naturally over time due to a false necessity. Basically, there's no need for this drink, <laughs> but here it is. Three ounces, I'm sorry, three and a quarter, three quarter ounces Light Puerto Rican rum. Three quarter ounces light Puerto Rican rum. Three quarter ounces vodka. Three quarter ounces blue curacao. Three quarter ounces coconut cream. Half ounce fresh lemon juice. And two ounces of fresh pineapple puree. Again, if you don't have the fresh pineapple puree, feel free to use your dole. Doesn't matter in this drink. Blend with one cup of ice and pour into a large cocktail glass or a snifter. Again, anything clear enough to admire the color. The result is a smooth, creamy, seaweed-colored frozen concoction. The spumescent headiness leaves a dripping froth down the glass with each sip. It's reminiscent of sea foam washed up by the tide and left on the beach.
pineapple puree combined with the creamy coconut is offset by the sour lemon and the bright citrus notes of curacao. Rich and frothy, this cocktail definitely has all the makings of a tropical tryhard. Honestly, I'm not a fan. It's delicious, but it's a little too rich and frothy, too creamy for my liking. I prefer my tiki or tropical cocktails a little bit more fruity or tart or spirit forward. This is for sure a drink created solely for the look and to appeal to as mass an audience as possible. Sure, it's delicious. Who doesn't like pineapple and coconut? But there's little in the way of character or personality with this drink. Although it fits perfectly within the hands and hearts of pasty overweight tourists rolling around drunk on the Lido deck of a cruise ship while their kids shit up the pool. I digress. Plus, who wants cream in a tropical drink? Hmm, it's a lovely humid day in the Caribbean. You know what would be great right now in this heat? Some heavy cream. Gross. Thus, if you're in the mood for some Hawaiian blues, I would solely recommend the original Harry Yi Blue Hawaii. It'll add a little tropical tide to your weekend patio escapism without the incapacitating effect of some proofier tiki drinks. Just remember, as Mr. Yi said, to always... And I quote, serve with aloha. Thank you all for listening. This has been Pod Tiki Hawaiian Blues. Please check out the main podcast, Share Your Buzz on shareyourbuzz.com. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or Google Play, please visit shareyourbuzz.com backslash pod tiki for all episodes of Pod Tiki. I believe this is episode four. Thank you all for listening and spreading the love. If you want to get a hold of me, it is Tony at shareyourbuzz.com. Share your buzz across all social media aspects. If we get enough love for the Pod Tiki podcasts, I might just start my own page and uh, maybe set up a whole new site for just Pod Tiki. So... Until then, and until next time, which I believe might finally be the zombie. Thank you all for listening, and aloha.